What's up, everyone, and welcome to the weekly Q&A. Real quick before questions, we need to send a shout out and a thank you to Jeffrey Hale, who joined our Patreon at the Jedi Master level this past week. So thank you so much, Jeffrey. And it was great to see you at this month's book club. Yeah, good to meet you. For our first question, Mr. J.D. Rice asks if Palpatine will be in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I assume that this is coming off of something that Ian McDermott said this past week in an interview where he kind of suggests that like, oh, I don't know, Palpatine might appear in something else. He specifically is like, you know, that Darth Vader fellow is going to be in that new Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And I mean, you know, it kind of might make sense I if mean, his he, mentor were around too. Yeah, his bo- he's his boss. So will we see Palpatine in this thing? It's I'm glad that uh, Mr. J.D. Rice asked this because I didn't want to include it in the news roundup because it's very much rumor territory, but the Q&A is a perfect time to discuss whether or not we want Palpatine to pop up. Yeah. Do uh, we, and I think it makes sense. Do we want him to pop up? Mm. I'm okay with that. Like, th- this makes plenty of sense to me. Yeah, I just don't want to see a lot of him. I, I think that they should use him sparingly. I agree that, you know, <laughs> we don't need him to overpower the series, but... He is Darth Vader's boss, and I think a hologram or two would be good. Yeah, I don't want him to show up with his lightsabers and join in the fight against Obi-Wan. I think that's a little much, but seeing him kind of, I don't know, prod Vader. Yeah. And like, oh, your old master Obi-Wan Kenobi's around. You probably have some feelings about that, huh? Like, that feels very Palpatine. Yeah, I guess since we are getting Hayden back... Uh, depending on how much he's going to be in the series, it it would be nice to see Vader and Palpatine have a a conversation, maybe about Kenobi, or just to see them interact a little bit more. I mean, Ian McDermott, like, plays Palpatine so well. Exactly. And he's, he, he would just be perfect to, to show back up. But I know a lot of people are going to be like, ugh. Do we need more Palpatine? I don't know. I I think, again, this makes perfect sense. It's not like The Rise of Skywalker, where I I was just not a fan of bringing him back into that part of the story. This, I'm like, yeah, he's around. He He should appear almost. He doesn't have to, but if he does, I'll be much more into it. And I I think it could even, you know, there there's discussions. We're we're guessing that maybe flashbacks will be involved into the Clone Wars, so we could see. Young Palpatine too, oh. or young young Palpatine, but like <laughs> what if uh, pre wrinkle face Palpatine? I would love to see actually uh, a younger Palpatine in his office, like from the Clone Wars. That would actually be pretty pretty dope. And and give him some more scenes with Anakin. Mm-hmm. That that would be kind of a fun parallel to be like, all right, here's the Emperor and Vader post Clone Wars, and then we can see. Just that's always fun to see uh, Palpatine getting his hooks into Anakin. And we didn't get to see it a whole lot in the films. We saw more of it in the Clone Wars, but as a live action production, this is a good time to show uh, people who maybe have never gotten into the Clone Wars Mm -hmm. uh, a little more of their relationship and a little more context into Anakin's fall. Yeah, it would be cool to see because like we get a little bit of vader asking palpatine about padme at the end of revenge of the sith and so it would be cool to see 
something like that where they're talking about Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think that this could very easily play into the story of Vader and his two, like, the angel and the demon on his shoulder being Obi-Wan and Palpatine. Uh, they they even kind of suggested some of that in the Darth Vader comic by Charles Soule, that Vader, Anakin, was being pulled in these two directions by his two mentors. So even though I'm sure this series will be more focused on Obi-Wan Kenobi, as the title would suggest, uh, getting some of that with Vader could be fun. That's perfect, too, because Obi-Wan wears white and Palpatine wears red. <laughs> yeah. Let's make that happen. <laughs> Eli HS wants to know how we'd feel if Obi-Wan had a love interest in the Kenobi series. Yeah, I don't think that he's going to have a lot of time for that. Just based on whispers and rumors of what this series is going to be about, I think he's going to be going across the galaxy doing things. He won't be staying on Tatooine. Um, but there, there is an avenue for it to work because he kind of has one in the Kenobi novel. Uh, the old Legends one, where it's more of a this person has some feelings towards him and he has to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. So I could see something like that happening, but I think he's going to be more focused on whatever mission is at hand. There's definitely a time and place for like big, grand love stories in Star Wars, and I don't know that this is the right time or place for it. I feel like Obi-Wan would be more the type to, you know, pursue this life as, as a monk, basically, and just kind of, like, go over and over in his head, like, what could have been with, you know, like, Satine and things like that. So it it's sad, but to, to imagine that he would just think about that for the rest of his life, but I, that's kind of how I see it going. Right. I, I think he probably has thoughts about Satine, but also just Anakin and what could have been and how he could have done things right. Like, I, I think that this series is going to be far more focused on the relationship between Obi-Wan and Anakin rather than introducing some love interest that we've never heard of before that by all accounts in A New Hope, it's like, no, he has just been a hermit monk, crazy old wizard man. <laughs> Yeah. Eric Cook asks how long we want each episode of Kenobi to be. I thought about Hawkeye immediately because it was also six episodes and they all seemed to be fairly long. So I looked them up and it was on average like 49 minutes. And to me, I was like, yeah, that feels good. Yeah, I think hovering around the hour mark for each episode would be perfect. That that even I'm, I'm wondering if that would be too long. Uh, I, I mean, I would welcome it if every Wednesday we woke up and it was like 60 minutes, 60 minutes. But like 45 minutes to me is the length of a dramatic TV series on TV. Obviously, it doesn't have to stick to that on streaming. Mm -hmm. But I, I think if we were hitting that every time, that would feel that'd feel good to me. Yeah, I guess because there may not be as many characters as some shows that are an hour long, I could see it working being a little bit shorter, like 40 to 50 minutes, if it is just very condensed into just just Anakin, just Vader, just Obi-Wan. Um, but as we get introduced to new characters, hopefully those will be the longer episodes. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see just how this plays out, because as far as we know, this was going to be a film first. 
And then they were like, no, let's make it a series on Disney+. Plus. So we're going from two, two and a half hours now to uh, letting the story breathe a little bit more. But yeah, I'm like, do we need six hours? Is that, I, I would feel yes. like maybe, I'm, I would <laughs> love it. And if they stretched that story well enough and filled those gaps in well enough. But it's like, this was originally a story they were planning to tell. And I would guess two to three hours. And now if we double that length time, it's like, I don't want it to meander. Mm -hmm. I would rather we just stick to like 45 minutes, which would get us to like four and a half total hours, which is still like double (laughs) the length. But I I have faith that they, they even like paused production at one point. They were about to start and then they were like, hold on, let's make sure these scripts are really good. Like, Everything that we have heard about this story, whether it's Ewan coming back, Hayden coming back, maybe Ian McDermott coming back, probably John Williams coming back. It sounds like they are really going all in and this is more your classic Star Wars story, whereas The Mandalorian is like kind of a new era of Star Wars on television. And like this feels like a big original trilogy slash prequel trilogy like a marriage of everything that we grew up with it's It's, it feels crazy it's the bread and butter of star wars sure (laughs) so yeah ice phoenix 2 wants to know which voice actors we would want to see perform new characters in live action like ray stevenson yeah so ray stevenson is joining the ahsoka series he played gar saxon in star wars rebels and now is apparently going to play a completely different character maybe it is gar saxon but probably not (laughs) so is there anyone else you would like to see do that? Tia Sakar. Oh yeah, T- Tia's Tia has been blowing up recently. Yeah, she <laughs> she's been in a lot of stuff, and she's really a fantastic actor. And I would love to see her come into any of the Disney Plus shows as as a new character. That's a great answer because it sounds like Sabine has been recast, and yeah, she's awesome in The Good Place. Uh, she's in Station Eleven. She is in the after party, which I've really been enjoying. So yeah, like keep her keep her involved in Star Wars. I do really like her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just gonna go. This is even one Ice Phoenix suggested, but Sam Witwer. Uh, just knowing that Inquisitors are going to be in Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, well, based off of a rumors and b the concept art that they sent out on that sizzle reel. What if? Sam Witwer showed up playing an Inquisitor. Like, that almost happened. We almost got Galen Merrick as an Inquisitor in Star Wars Rebels. They tossed that idea around, and then they were like, probably shouldn't. Maybe they still feel that way, but just seeing Sam Witwer, even if they didn't name him, and it was like, Sam Witwer, Inquisitor, yeah, that's Galen Merrick. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they shouldn't have him pulling Star Destroyers out of the sky. (laughs) But it would still be really cool. Imagine if we got a scene with Sam and Ian McDermott together. Oh my god, that would be <laughs> that'd be wild. Really cool. And what if we we got to see Galen Merrick yell Kenobi? How would how would Sam do it differently this time <laughs> instead of the mall crazy Kenobi? Yeah, maybe dial back the crazy a little bit. <laughs> Jeffrey Hale asks when we think the Ahsoka series will take place in the timeline. Yeah. I assume it's going to be about the same time as The Mandalorian and all those, but I am wondering if they're going to do the Book of Boba Fett thing where it's flashing back and forth. I think they probably will. Uh, They could go all over the place as far as the timeline, but 
I think lining it up with other shows is probably their best bet. Um, and then, yeah, maybe having it line up with season three of Mandalorian. I'm not sure when Ahsoka is coming out. Uh, I believe it's filming this year and will come out next year. And as far as like, I guess maybe uh, Jeffrey could also mean the entire Star Wars timeline. I kind of think it's all going to take place before the epilogue in Star Wars Rebels, where she shows up to Sabine dressed in white. Yeah. Or like maybe that's how it's going to begin. But Dave Filoni kind of suggested that the season two Ahsoka episode took place before she wore all white. And you can see in the concept art that they drew her wearing white in some of those pieces, but we haven't gotten there yet. Mm -hmm. So that could be part of the journey of her becoming Ahsoka the white, whatever that means, whatever sparks that costume change. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or maybe it's going to be like, well, we need this to line up, so throw a white cloak on her for one scene and give her a <laughs> crazy staff. What's that staff about? And she's just like, oh, I don't know. I was just picking up litter off the side of the road. That's my, my traveling stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that stuff is going to be important or not, but with Sabine involved, I kind of think, yeah, this will take place right around that Star Wars Rebels epilogue time. On to YouTube questions. Nerdy Seb asks if we could see Infus Nest or other smaller rebel cells appear in Andor. I really like the idea of Infus Nest popping up in Andor. We know from the uh, novelization for Solo that Infus delivered her coaxium to Saw Gerrera and met a young Jyn Erso. So she was working with the Rebellion, as she said in Solo. Uh, I think that would be a really fun connection. I, I've said from the beginning, uh, since we found out that Andor was going to be a series, that I wanted Enfys Nest or her mother to be in the series. Just t- kind of like getting an idea of what the the Cloud Rider gang kind of started out as. Yeah, it, we don't know exactly the timeline of Andor. I think I want to say it's five years before uh, Rogue One and all that which would mean that Infus Nest would still be around. And I, I, unless they did some flashbacks, it wouldn't be her mother. But actually, that timeline would kind of work out because it's been four years since uh, Solo came out. So now the, the time between Solo and Rogue One is closing. Mm-hmm. And it would be just, I don't know, I like the idea of making those two standalone Star Wars movies linked a little more. Yeah. For some reason. And and Aaron Kellyman is another uh, actor that, like we talked about with Tia Sakar, she's been in a lot of cool stuff. She's been in Marvel. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I would love to see her back in Star Wars. And she's still in the Lucasfilm family. They're keeping her around. She's going to be in the Willow series. Yeah. So maybe they were just like, let's keep her close. <laughs> and then we can film some stuff with her. And everyone will be like, oh, it's just for Willow. But no, it's for Andor instead. That'd be really fun. <laughs> Frank Mac Hughes wants to know if we would want a Biggs Darklighter cameo in Andor. I'm more holding out for a Biggs cameo in Kenobi. If I'm going to get one, I think that that makes a lot more sense. I mean, why? Because we're we're probably going to see young Luke, like off in the distance. I think that's how they should handle it. Like kind of like in Star Wars Rebels, where you see just Luke off in the distance. We see a young Luke. He's playing with a young boy. About his age, still mm-hmm. with a great mustache. Yeah. 
so you know. Are they going to just de-age uh, the footage they have of Garrick Hagon? <laughs> yeah, he, Garrick Hagon is still playing big. <laughs> um, Alex just wants to be uh, t- to have this be his big breakout cameo role. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, me? Mm-hmm. I'm playing young bigs? Yeah. I can't do that mustache. I've tried. You know, I, I can't do... You could just have a little stubble and it's like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's the beginnings of uh-huh. a, a great mustache. Mm, yeah, that's the beginning of greatness. Okay, sure. <laughs> Call me, Lucasfilm. It's probably too late, but we have ideas. It's never as, too late. As for Andor, I don't think we could expect to see Biggs in the earlier days of the Rebellion because it sounds like he really did join the Rebellion like right before the Battle of Yavin. And I'm going to Star Wars Rebels again where they broke Wedge out of that Imperial Academy, and they straight up said they were considering making that big Starklighter instead of Wedge. Mm-hmm. What could have been? Uh, but they looked at that deleted scene, and they decided to treat that as if it had happened, and it happened the way that Big said it did. Th- that deleted scene happened in Legends 2, and basically they retconned it into Biggs was lying to Luke to protect him, and he had actually joined the Rebellion much earlier, but... Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm not going to get my hopes up. Votexicon asks if we could see the Knights of Ren in any of the Disney Plus shows. We're getting a lot of like, who's going to show up? Who's going to get cameos this week? I don't think so. I don't know. It's interesting. It's definitely possible because we're seeing that they were around during the time of uh, The Empire Strikes Back or in between Empire and Return of the Jedi. So the Knights of Ren exist. They are a thing. They're in the comics, but because they're in the comics, that to me suggests that they probably don't have plans for them outside of that right now. It's and they like were they are in, safe. And they were in the Lego short. <laughs> yeah, they were in that too. Uh, so yeah, I, I kind of think that the Knights of Ren are not going to be in anything live action anytime soon, but I won't say never. I mean, that would be a fun antagonist for Ahsoka. Some dark side force users that aren't Sith. Mm-hmm. That could be cool. Could be. I, I just don't know that they're really interesting enough. I'm more and more interested in them the more we learn about them. You know, they didn't have any depth in the sequel trilogy. Uh, they were just like a mention of a thing yeah. that then became something we saw because fans wanted to see them. And then even then it was just like, they're a bunch of silent warriors yeah they make more sense to me as like you said silent warriors just henchmen um i mean the comics have done a really good job uh mostly charles soul of fleshing them out mm-hmm. and it, it could be neat again because you know a, a lot of people who just watch the live action stuff are never going to read the comics so it would be neat to have them pop up in ahsoka we can learn a little bit more about them um but no i'm not expecting that Ant wants to know if we would like a certain point of view style series with each episode following a random background character. Yes. I would personally love that. Love that for us. (laughs) (laughs) I think that that would be a really hard sell Mm -hmm. for anyone else. Like, people who watch this channel would probably be all about it. Yeah, I think they could work it into something along the same lines as what if. Yeah. Like, uh, what if someone else was in charge of of Jabba's palace and it was 
sized noodles and she got her own episode honestly that's not bad considering what we learned about her in the clone wars (laughs) yeah like she's on the throne instead of bib fortuna Uh, (laughs) that's not a bad jumping off point so yeah to me that is perfectly in line with books that i grew up reading i loved those anthology tales from the cantina tales of the bounty hunters tales from jabba's palace Mm -hmm. so i would really really enjoy watching something like that but you know when you look at how they are structuring their television right now it's all like obi-wan kenobi andor lando like ahsoka names of people we already know and that more casual fans will definitely know uh i'm just like if they threw in the tales of boshek (laughs) (laughs) i would be thrilled i mean most people would be confused they could call it from a certain point of view and base it off of the book series i think uh doing something like what what if i think you're on the right track there don't do it live action Mm -hmm. do an animated series and just have some goofy fun with it That's all the time we have for questions today. If you want to leave a question for next week's video, just put it in the comments below or sign up for Patreon to join our weekly Q&A discussion. If you haven't already, please like this video, subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And as always, thanks for watching, and may the Force be with you. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.